talk. another episode of you talk too much and today is easter sunday so uh, i just wanted to talk about what it was like for me to visit the holy land so for those of you who don't know i am a christian i know that's quite um it's something people keep to themselves because it's politically incorrect to, to share that kind of information but yeah, I mean, I'm someone that um, is honest about who I am and pretty open. So, you know, even though my friends come from different backgrounds, different belief systems, I'm quite, um, yeah, I want them to be real with me and I'm real with them in the world. Um, so it was always my dream to visit Israel. Um, uh, in the past, it's been a tradition for Christians to go on a pilgrimage to the Middle East, to Israel, because that's where uh, we believe, um, you know, uh, God came <laughs> to earth um, and chose to reside in that area. And that's where all the stories of the Bible um, are geographically based in. So yeah, Christians, I've read the history of Christians used to used to be a thing, but uh, it isn't so much anymore, and I think that's kind of sad. Um, some churches do make it a thing for them to go, but yeah, it's not a strong tradition as it was in the past. And But for me, I just always wanted to go. Um, I'm a history buff, so I've always wondered, um, yeah, what the... Um, the areas looked like where um, the stories that I learned growing up um, were based and a couple of years ago I was blessed to be able to celebrate my entry into the dirty 30s <laughs> um, people would probably think isn't that like the last place you want to go to like a holy land when you're entering your dirty 30s but um, yeah I was just it just seemed like the perfect time. Um, don't worry, I still was able to go on Kentucky around Europe after that. So I guess I got that whole dirty part. I'm joking. You know, um, everyone in Kentucky was way younger than me. So I ended up being kind of a grandma, um, mother hen kind of thing on that trip. But yeah, um, the trip actually started in Egypt. So I had decided to... I'm someone, so personally, I'm someone that um, likes to try everything, a bit of everything. Um, my sisters like to mock that, you know, if there's a buffet that we're at, I like, I need to have everything <laughs> buffet. Um, you know, even like the people I'm drawn to, I'm drawn to people who have very mixed, interesting backgrounds. Um, and yeah, my travel follows that kind of um, pattern. So, um, yeah, I was focused on visiting Israel and then it ended up being a trip um, from starting in Egypt, um, going to Jordan, going to Israel and then um, spending like nearly um, a whole month traveling around Europe. 
So yeah, um, I did it all on my own as a single female. Uh, during that time, terrorism was f- um, front page news and all my friends were either too scared to come with me or it just wasn't possible financially. And I'm quite stubborn. So once I put my mind to something, I, you know, heaven and earth can't stop me. Um, my family weren't too happy because I am um, Tongan and culturally girls don't do that kind of stuff. We're kind of expected to um, finish school, get a good job, then focus on settling down. But I, yeah, like I said, I'm stubborn. I follow my own path. And um, in spite of the reservations my mother had, um, you know, I financed the trip on my own so (laughs) at the end of the day I had the power to um, give it the green light or not and yeah and just everything just fell into place and I was able to um, not only my family were against the trip but my friends I had one friend (laughs) tell me at my farewell dinner that I shouldn't go because I'm too pretty to die (laughs) I don't know like what um you know um how attractive you have to be for um it to be okay for you to die I don't know but I remember saying that bless his heart I mean I'm someone that um you know my looks is probably the last thing on my mind and um, my sister who mocks my dress sense will agree but yeah, it was pretty hard just even leading up to the trip before I actually went to the area. Um, just because the perception of the Middle East is very negative in the West. Um, I mean, it, it's not like there is no truth to that, but I just thought, I'm someone who just believes that something is meant to be, it'll be. And um, yeah. So yeah, my trip to Israel, I had finished traveling, doing like a week. Egypt was which was amazing I will do another podcast about what the trip um, in Egypt and um, also another one about the other countries that I've traveled to because I love travel I think everyone should travel if they can um, everyone's happiness is different some people are going to be fine not traveling like uh, some of my family members um, but I'm the type of person that I've always craved adventure and totally totally recommend traveling um there's no better education than real life and the best classroom is the world so yes that is very corny but i totally believe in it um people people are the best teachers uh i am who i am today because i have been blessed to travel and meet people from different walks of life different cultures and you just realize that we're all human and um, everyone is so insightful in spite of the education in spite of where they come from people have the most um, you know the most interesting things to share with you if you just connect with them and yeah, so I had finished Egypt, 
I did about four days in Jordan, so this is all by myself. The, I did a tour in Egypt with a bunch of, like, seven of us, because, like I said, ISIS was um, still, you know, um, affecting terrorism. And I did Jordan by myself. And then I had to drive over the border to Israel. And before I travel, I usually do my research by, um, you know going on google um looking for vlogs on youtube and i was um warned that there will be a long wait at the border from jordan to israel um i was also warned that um this is you know the um israel itself the security that it has and the border patrol would be real anal um which i don't blame them because um it's not the most, um, you know, Israel has, isn't seen as, a, doesn't have much support, I think, in the international community. Um, so I don't blame Israel for their kind of way of being. Um, but yeah, I was warned before I got to the border that it would be a long wait and it would be difficult. But when I got there, it was deserted. Um, my taxi driver on the way there was um, an Arab, um, Gordanian of course, and he was just talking to me about the situation, the politics of the place, um, which pretty much is what I have heard from um, people in the West, um, you know, the liberal um, Western perspective. But I also... Um, have studied and learnt about the Israeli perspective so even though he was talking to me I already knew that that's what his perspective would be like he was kind of um, you know reinforcing the idea that um, Israel is this you know occupying power and I already knew that I, I already heard that perspective but I've also heard um, the other perspective of um, Israel actually being a minority in the Middle East because everyone else is Arab Muslim. So yeah, the taxi driver's conversation to me, I was kind of like, oh, okay, I already knew you're going to come from the angle. Um, so yeah, but when he dropped me off at the border, it was deserted and um, I was quite, I mean, it's quite tiring uh, traveling by yourself, especially if you're a woman. Um, it's, it was amazing. I love my own company. I'm someone that enjoys thinking, so it's not really the, the getting lonely part, but it is the, the being safe part. It is quite tiring to always have to watch your own back, especially because you're a woman, especially because you're in the Middle East. Uh, luckily, I lived or had already lived in Tonga um, before I went there, so it wasn't much of a shock to adapt, even though it's quite much more culturally intense than Tonga because Tonga is a Christian country and more in line with Western values and whatever but it's still Tonga still has its own rich deep culture that is quite um, you know patriarchal in a way um, so because I had lived in Tonga um, and had to learn to adapt to you know living a whole year in that type of environment um, learning to adapt in the Middle East was doable for me I think more so than um, other Western women so yeah um, I was a bit tired when I got to the um, border but I did I did feel like Israel was 
um, the most westernized place in the Middle East, just even by going through the border. Um, when I got there, the guy, okay, I was tired, you have to remember that, but the guy who was um, interrogating me was like very hot. <laughs> Probably the hottest guy that I've seen in my travels so far. So I was being like, I was tired. He was cute. And so I just ended up giggling a lot of the time. And he was, and for some reason, the documents um, that he was reading were modeled up. And he asked me if my name was my older sister's name. Um, yeah, so I, so I had first given my real name. And then he was like, why does it say, and he said my older sister's name. I was like, that's my older sister. She's my emergency contact. And he was just giving me a hard time. I think Israeli security are taught to give um, tourists a hard time. That that's that was kind of like the beauty of it. Because growing up in New Zealand, um, I'm so used to, you know, there being different kind of, you know, this subconscious bias. And you can kind of see how people are treated differently depending on their background or their ethnicity. But in Israel, like, Israelis give everyone a hard time. Like, everyone is the enemy. <laughs> like, I saw this blonde lady, blonde, beautiful lady having a hard time with security. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be treated like me. <laughs> it was like a, it was just like a, um, you know, it was just kind of like a cool thing for me <laughs> to see just different type of reality but um while the cute guy the cute israeli border patrol guy was interrogating me um behind me um there was another lady who was kind of going through my things like she was literally like like she was grabbing stuff out of my bag um and, but you know I was just like, okay, whatever. This is this is what has to happen if I want to go into Israel. And and yeah, so the guy was interrogating me. The lady behind me and the other security person was going through my stuff. And as soon as she, I caught her take my Bible out, she stopped. And she said, she's fine. She can go through. And I just was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I just was like, my Bible was the thing that that kind of was my free pass and I was just thinking can't people pretend to like you know people who mean harm just like put a bible but maybe I don't know um but yeah that was my my bible was my my um kind of you know the thing that got me through the um the border so yeah just going into Israel it was a good kind of it was just like home it just seemed like a westernized country which is what I you know used to um out of compared to Jordan and Egypt and I felt like as a woman I felt um what I was used to I felt the kind of equality that I'm used to um yeah so I went on a tour and that was one of the things that got me um into a pickle um at the borders because the cute Israeli patrol person um, asked me like how many people on the tour and I had already I already knew that I was the only one because of the whole um, high security alert that you know and tourism had gone down I was the only one on my tour and he was kind of like how can you have a tour of just one person and I said to him like, I told him the truth like the 
it's people are too scared to come so yeah i'm the only one on my tour and i was so i had like um two um palestinian arab guys be my tour guides which is funny um i mean come to think of it it's kind of weird that i just went along with it right um and in spite of it being a proper tour um company but like the fact that i just went with two strangers that i you know obviously hadn't met before in a foreign country um yeah but i did that a lot when i was traveling i was just I thought I was, I think I thought I was like Tomb Raider. I had no fear. I, in Jordan, yeah, I'll share with you what I did in Jordan, but I also went with another, um, you know, stranger <laughs> that um, was a tour guide, but still, like, in terms of, like, what you would normally do as a woman, I, I did things that I'm just so happy that I'm here to talk to you today. <laughs> and that everybody I encountered were honest people. Um... But yeah, they were funny. Um, Murdy was the main guy. I forgot the other guy who mostly drove us. But um, he had, yeah, he was born in Israel. and But he had gone to school in America. So he talked to me about American culture all the time. And um, even though it was supposed to be like a spiritual tour for me, it ended up being kind of like it wasn't like Mandy was just talking about his partying days and his womanizing and I would be like I'm kind of here to like connect with my you know my faith but he just kept talking about his like dodgy stuff um Israel stuff is, is quite interesting I, I got a culture shock when I saw um the soldiers with guns walking around the old city so I stayed in a hotel I was yeah I I, tra- I traveled around um yeah, Tiberias Nazareth Bethlehem um, Jerusalem of course and just seeing guns around this very was just a culture shock for me in New Zealand we don't have guns and what was interesting is that like yes Palestinians they see themselves as the indigenous uh, uh, indigenous oppressed people. Um, and you know Israel is the occupying force. I I understand it. I mean, of course, my perception, my um, opinion doesn't really matter because I'm an outsider. But from what I understand, it's it's a bit more complicated than that because Palestinians and Israelis are indigenous to the area. Um, but yeah, I, my tour guides, of course, were Palestinian and they um, had their attitude like they didn't want me to go to the um, hol- I think there's a Holocaust museum. They don't. They were like, "Dang, it's boring." But I go- of course I went because, um, you know, I've been brought up um, learning about the Holocaust at school. I um, also have a connection to the Jewish people because of my Christian faith. But yeah, um, what's interesting is that there is, you can kind of see that the um, the affluent people who are Jewish are the ones who seem to be descendants of those who um, returned from Europe during the world wars you know Um, the Jewish people who seem to be more indigenous to uh, the Middle East are are not and it seems to be like the working class and I found that interesting. Just seeing the culture, just seeing um, the Jewish culture, the richness of it was 
I I got ex- I love culture, so I got excited seeing that. You know, the boys with their um, I wish I knew the real name um, words to use, but just the hairstyle and um, yeah. So so just going to Israel as a Christian, it was. For some reason, it didn't really feel like a spiritual place for me, which is quite interesting. Looking back, I I feel I, I kind of appreciate the experience more, and I kind of feel it spiritually more being away from Israel. But when I was there, it was kind of too surreal for me. I couldn't believe it. Also, I'm a skeptic. I just saw all the sites that I was shown were just made for tur- tourists. Um, I. You know, but I also appreciate that actually, the, whether the spot where they said Jesus got crucified or Jesus was born was true. I just appreciate that I was in approximately the right area. Um, Jesus was somewhere there, you know. And uh, yeah, Israel feels very Catholic to me. I'm Protestant. I'm Methodist. That's my faith tradition. So we don't really... Um, much emphasis on physical things I would say but Catholics you know they're big into um, rituals and that kind of stuff so I don't come from that kind of faith tradition but yeah just going and seeing um, them um, you know just seeing that kind of I just love seeing the dedication that people have to their faith in the Middle East and especially in Israel um, yeah, so so Israel is quite secular. A lot of Jewish people there don't have a faith. They don't believe in God. They don't support what their um, government is doing, especially to the Palestinian population. Uh, you know, gay rights is big there. So it's just, yeah, everyone, I just think everyone should go to Israel and see it for themselves. It's a very interesting place. It's not as dangerous as the west makes it out to be or overseas makes it out to be um yeah i felt safe when i was there um you know i i just i felt like there's just so much history to the place that it was it just was like a a real deep experience for me um but yeah it felt surreal like i just mentioned and i appreciate it more in hindsight being away from the area i can't believe that i was able to go um israel's known for its dates so if there's like i i um didn't know that that um technologically wise um the israelis have done a good thing with the area made it quite um fertile there's um Um, criticism of how they've been able to do that using you know kind of depleting the natural resources um, of the area but I applaud Israel for what they've been able to do you know before they established the area had nothing and um, all you know all the um, Israelis were able to come back to the land and make it something make something of it and yeah I don't have like a one-sided view of them I I, I admire them for what the technology that they're kind of like the Japanese to me Israelis really high tech people um, able to make something out of nothing I, I admire their um, ingenuity and um, their strength 
you know, considering what's happened to them historically and what still keeps happening to them is Israelis are able to get on with it and and um yeah, I admire them for that. Well, it was interesting as well. I was there. I ran into a Kiwi. I remember I went to, I think it was at the um, River Jordan. It's a tourist shop. And I noticed his accent. And yeah, he's how he was a mixed Jewish Kiwi guy. That was cool. Um, but yeah, I just think everyone should go. Um, at least once in their lifetime if that's their thing if you like traveling go to Israel um, especially if you're a Christian I I think Christianity just should make the idea of pilgrimage a thing again um, it makes it more real going there made it more real for me um, you know I'm growing up in New Zealand I'm a Polynesian and it still blows my mind that you know and I said that to to the Jewish people that I was able to talk to, one of the tour guides there, um, is that they had no idea that there's like my people are, um, have adopted, have, um, we're known for being Christians, so we've taken Christianity and made our own. And I was just, I said to one of the Jewish people that you have no idea that there's a group of people on the other side of the Pacific Ocean who identify with your faith, who've taken your um, faith. I mean, like, of, of course, it's, you know, Jewish and um, Jewish faith and Christian faith are kind of different. But, you know, they're, it's, they're still central to Christianity, um, Jewish people. And, yeah, I said to my tour guide, you have no idea that there's, like, these brown people on the other side of the world who who, who know your history, <laughs> have taken your values and made it their cultural values. And, uh, I mean... That's what travel does to you. It helps you understand that, man, humanity, we're all one. Eh? Like, humans are all one. We're, we're not isolated. We, we should not be against one another because we, our, our experience as humans are, you know, should connect us. And we have no idea how one culture has influenced another culture. We may think that something is purely ours, but, you know, if we knew the truth, maybe our ancestors had made contact with another um, group of people on the other side of the world and taken that thing that we thought was our own um, and, and and made it our, you know, indigenous cultural practice. So, yeah, um, Israel is a beautiful, amazing place. I feel forever grateful to have gone uh, um I know that it's affected me in ways I can't even describe, but um, yeah, it, it made the Bible more real to me. And I think that's one of the reasons why um, those of you, especially are Christians, should consider going. And yeah, that's what I have to share today. And please join me on my next episode of You Talk Too Much. Talk, talk, talk.